What's up, y'all? Welcome to Practice the Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Reese, and here at Practice, our focus is to fuse research and culture to help you develop the mindset, habits, and skills you need in order to live out your purpose with confidence. It's time to get better, so let's go. Now, this is officially episode six of Practice, and I'm super duper pumped because 56% of podcasts have 10 or fewer episodes. And the reason why this is so important to me specifically, like this is a personal milestone, is because I've been a part of two other podcasts, one personally and two as a co-host, and we made it three to episode three, my very first podcast, I made it to episode three. And then as a co-host, we made it to episode five. And so I couldn't wait to get to this milestone. And you best believe when I get to episode 10, I'm popping bottles because it's huge, it's a big deal. 56% of podcasts have 10 or fewer episodes. And I am on a mission to be doing this until it's time to not do it no more. Um, But I foresee it's hitting hundreds and thousands of episodes because this is a way that I wanna be able to add value to people. Um, And eventually I'm gonna start having guests on here and I can't wait to have people join in conversation and I can give flowers and celebrate and really pick the brains of everyday superheroes. And so I'm super excited to be here. I'm glad that we're on episode six. This episode, it's got some heat, it's got some fire. So you wanna make sure you stay tuned in through the entire episode so that way you can get what you came here to get. Now, before we get any deeper into the show, I wanna give you the layout of what you can expect from practice episodes. So for those who know, and I've said it before, like I'm a basketball coach. And so I'm approaching this as a basketball coach. We have a set things that we wanna cover. When we come into practice, we know exactly how we wanna get better. But before we start practice, we have to huddle. This is what we're doing right now. We are getting into the huddle. I'm gonna let you know what we're talking about today, how we're gonna get better, how we're gonna grow, get you jazzed up, get you a little bit of motivation with the quote or a song and really just catch up because this is a community, right? Podcasts are a great way to build community for people like myself who's a coach and a content creator and someone who just wants to be able to add value to people's lives. But again, you gotta be able to get to know me. I gotta get to know you, right? And so the huddle allows us to grow in community, meet each other at the center, know exactly how we're gonna get better today, and then we move forward. Okay, right after the huddle, then we get into the warm-up. The warm-up is when we are getting our bodies loose, our minds set for what's about to come. That's our deep dive. Like That's the main content that you are going to get out of this practice. But you gotta warm your body and your mind up before you get there. And so that's where you're gonna hear, again, maybe your quote, what's the inspiration? And this is where the culture really comes into play, whether I'm using music or movies or TV or just anything that's inspired me that I can use to help really deliver this message as I'm teaching it to you. This is also where we might talk about like what research-based psychological aspect are we bringing to the table today? Okay, so you got your warm-up, or you've got your huddle, then you've got your warm-up, then we go into our practice focus. This is the meat of it. Like, what do we wanna cover while we're in practice? What is the main takeaway that you are going to get from this episode, right? Like, you came here to get better, so okay, coach, and my job is to help make you get better, right? That's our practice focus. After that, we're gonna go into our specific skill work, our at-home application. Every single episode, you are going to leave 
You're gonna leave every episode with at least three ways, three things, three skills, three habits, mindsets, whatever, that you can apply right then and there to your life that's going to help you, assist you in living out your purpose with confidence, healing your relationship with fear, whatever the case may be, is, whatever the topic is, you're going to leave with three key areas, three key skills that you can use right then and there. Because that's my job. That's why this is called practice, is to help you have practical application so you can get better. Because if not, then like, what's the point? Because I believe it's not just knowing better, right? Some people say, oh, if you know better, you do better. False. How many people also say, um, do as I say, not as I do, right? Like, you know better, but they don't do better. I firmly believe that it's important to know better, but it's also that much more important to know how to do better, okay? So not just know better, but it's also know how to do better. And that's what practice is all about because practice doesn't make perfect. Practice makes permanent when you are intentional about developing the habits that you need in order to be your best self, in order to be your most authentic self, okay? Um, and then every practice we will finish with the huddle and that's when I'll send you out with all the, make sure you like, subscribe and all that other fun stuff which is necessary because um, if I'm gonna be able to impact as many people as possible, then you gotta like and subscribe and share or else I won't be able to reach as many people. So. If anything from this episode impacts you in a positive way, uh, please make sure you share with somebody. If you wanna stay up to date, please make sure you subscribe and you like because there's this thing called an algorithm which nobody really knows how it works, but what does work is if you like it and you subscribe and you search it and people are like, oh snap, the algorithm says, let's get this out there a little bit more. So I'd appreciate if you would do that for me because my life mission is to um, instill the right to confidence into as many people as I can and I need your help to do that. So there is that. That is the lay of the land. That's the way the shows are going to go. But I don't want to talk any further about that. I want to get into what the heck we're talking about today. So let's get into the warm up and make this joint happen. Let's grow y'all. Alright so our quote for today comes from Theodore Roosevelt where he says comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I think that that is so huge for so many reasons, but I like to put a little twist and spin on things. So today we're gonna talk about how you can use comparison as a tool, right? How you can use comparison as a tool to grow in self-awareness and for motivation. We're also gonna talk about how shape-shifting is very dangerous. Um, and as you go into the holiday season, it's important for you to make sure who are you having to shape-shift? around right are you putting yourself in spaces that may be dangerous for your nervous system so let me not jump too far ahead so in the last two episodes we really talked about authenticity and the power of authenticity and how authenticity is really your superpower and how important it is for you to make sure that you are um, anchoring yourself in humility because humility really is the only thing that's going to allow you to grow in your emotional intelligence specifically your self-awareness and you're not going to be able to grow in the other aspects of emotional intelligence unless you hone in on your self-awareness and so those are those are the main things that i really want you to hone in on right humility self-love that self-awareness and your confidence those are the aspects that are going to allow you to be your most authentic self but what I really want to stick with today at this at the top of it is how self-awareness is going to be key in order for you to survive the holidays. OK, so this next few episodes as we end the year, we're talking about self-awareness and the key 
and how big it is for you in order to survive um, the holidays and go into the new year and you being your most authentic self. Yo, so if you know me, you know that I love the Carters, right? So there'll probably be a whole lot of uh, song inspirations that are gonna come from one of the Carters at some point. Um, but today's inspiration comes from uh, Queen Bee herself and it's Pretty Hurts. And she said, you are trying to fix something, but you can't fix what you can't see. It's the soul that needs a surgery. Whew. Bars. Okay. Queen Bee herself on Pretty Hurt said, you are trying to fix something, but you can't fix what you can't see. It's the soul that needs a surgery. So you might be saying, okay, Coach Reese, what does it have to do with self-awareness, the holidays, comparison, all the above? It has everything to do with it because Pretty Hurts, right? If you listen to the song, you can hear the root of her trying to shape shift and change herself in order to be accepted, right? Comparison, a lot of times, we're comparing ourselves to other people in order to try to be accepted or have their lifestyle or whatever the case may be is right and the more self-aware you are that's where that soul that needs a surgery you giving your soul surgery is you saying i am going to invest in developing and growing my self-awareness that right there is you giving your soul surgery surgery so i need you to hold on to that as we go into the rest of this episode because it's time for us to dive in y'all let's go so I think that this is one of the most unique times of the year for multiple reasons, right? The weather is changing, it's colder, it's darker, it's getting darker early, but not only that, but we are spending probably the most time with other people um, and sometimes forced to spend time with people we don't wanna spend time with, but also we're thinking and internalizing about what we want our life to look like next year right so this is the time frame when everybody's like talking about 2023 nobody really talks about 2023 in the summer or the spring we usually talk about it like in the first quarter and the fourth quarter right we're always talking about the next year during those time frames and so right now is one of those times where everybody's like yo 2023 is about to and it's time to think about your vision boards and what you're trying to um, visualize and manifest for this next year for you. But you're also like trying to be really present here and spending time with people and family, whether that be by blood or, or relative um, or relation. And I think it's really interesting because we almost are playing in two different parts. And the reason why I wanted to hone in on self-awareness and utilizing it to help you navigate and be safe and make it through the holidays is because I don't want you to lose yourself and I don't want you to lose out on your vision while you are spending time in spaces that you may really want to or you may not want to but while you're spending time with people um, I want you to become that much more aware of who you are as you're spending more time with other people so that way you can prepare for what you want to attract in the next year. Does that make sense? Like I want to talk about self-awareness for the holidays because I want you to really think about how do you want to move and who do you want to move with and how is the people that you're currently moving with right now, how are they impacting your thought process, your energy, your nervous system? And so as you go into the holidays, the more internalized you become in thought, the more you're going to become connected with your nervous system for you to be able to recognize, okay. Right, I'm really asking you to like peep game on your nervous system as you go into these holidays um, so that way you can go into the next year really being fully authentic, knowing who is in your village um, and knowing what type of support you may need 
personally and professionally in order for you to be able to manifest and put into action, right, the things that you're hoping for. So in order for us to grow in our intrapersonal self-awareness, it's really important for us to be aware of our interpersonal relations. So to help us do that, I have a tool that I created called Relation Spaces. So if you're listening to this, make sure you head on over to the IG so that way you can look at the visual. Um, but if you're watching this, I'm gonna it right here on the screen as I talk through this. So Relation Spaces is a relationship management tool. If you're familiar with emotional intelligence, uh, it is a form, it's like the fourth aspect of emotional intelligence. And this is why I say it's important if you be able to grow in your self-awareness, because if I'm not aware, I can't, I don't know how I impact my relationships. And so as you look at the relationship management tool or the relationship spaces tool, you'll see that there are multiple different avenues that I have here, multiple circles. At the root of it, you have you right? But if we start at the top, we've got our community, we've got our acquaintances, we've got our friends, we have our growth partners, family, and then our confidants. And this is broken down in this specific way because the closer you get to you, the intimacy increases, right? Like you shouldn't have your community that close to you because they're this your community at large. So let me explain this a little bit. Okay, so your community could be anywhere from like social media community, people you do life with virtually, like people you just see, the black community, your local community, whatever the community may be, right? Like that's your community. It's not really people that you do intimate life with on a daily basis, right? But it's a community that you may identify with. So for me, black women, lesbian believer, those are four different communities that I may identify with on a different scale, right? Those are communities as a, um, as a coach, as a content creator, as a speaker, like I have different communities, but it's not necessarily people that I do life with on a daily basis. Okay. So the next space you have is your acquaintances. These are cats you probably went to high school with, your colleagues, people you see around town, like that may be in your community. You say, what's up? You talk to on social media here and there, but like the, there's no intimacy there, right? Um, like, you know them. And I think we need to be more okay with calling cats our, our acquaintances. I know it might feel a little awkward sometimes, uh, but I really think that we need to be better at being like, oh yeah, this is my, you know, we don't want to embarrass nobody, but at the same time, like, I think we need to be more realistic and real with ourselves and others of like, no, that's just an acquaintance because that also decreases some of the expectations you may have for this person, the way that they move in your life, right? So next we have friends. And again, the closer you get to you, right, the closer you get to you in the middle, I think the higher the expectation, the clearer the expectations, right, but also um, the increased intimacy that occurs. So the closer you get to you, the increased intimacy, the clearer and the higher expectations because these are people that you're actually doing life with. Um, and those are your friends, whatever that may look like to you, however you define friendship. The next space you have is your growth partners. Growth partners is really big because this is where somebody like myself as a coach, a counselor, mentors, um, leaders, advisors, however, that's where these people go in, right? Like these are people who help you grow to become your best self, okay? The next space we have is family. And for, for me, I don't define family, and I think for a lot of us, I don't define family as just blood, right? I define family as relationship, and so, I, I have, might have family who may be acquaintances, may be community, like I see y'all, but 
we don't really, again, there may be no intimacy. So you may have, right, oh yeah, that's my bro, that's my sis. And just quick nugget, that's a form of capital, familia capital that um, that's in the cultural capital uh, concept or theory is the people we have and call family and do life with in that way is a form of capital, right? So, oh yeah, that's my bro, but there's no blood relationship, or that's my sis, but there's no blood relationship, but like, that's my sister, that's my brother, right? You know what we're talking about. So those people may go there. The next space is confidant. And these are the people who are the most intimately close to you, but you also share and bear your heart with them. Okay, you share and bear your heart with them, your deepest, darkest secrets, they really help you grow. Um, and you can usually have, you can have multiple of these people, right? Like uh, a growth partner and confidant would be my therapist, right? Like she's a growth partner, but she's also a confidant too, because that's a safe space that allows me to grow and bear my, bear my heart, right? Um, a partner, a somebody you're doing life with, a relationship, a best friend, like the people that you know that are gonna hold your secrets, that are gonna help you grow, hold you accountable, and just really be there for you in a non-judgmental space, those are your confidants, right? So the reason why, and we're gonna go through this for the next couple episodes and probably for a while, but the reason why I really want to break this down is so that you can understand what I'm talking about relationship management and I'm talking about who we're doing life with um, in the holidays at large, that you are aware. Understanding who fits in these spaces is really important. That's the beginning of self-awareness. Like I literally have a chart um, in my iPad that has every single one of these spaces um, except for community and acquaintances, but friends and growth partners, family and confidants written down. And I have a list of all of those people. I know who my friends are. I know who my confidants are. I know who my family is, who I consider this. I know who my growth partners are. Like I am very self-aware of who my village is and who the people I am doing life with and how they make my nervous system feel. Okay, that's the key part is being able to know how somebody makes your nervous system feel. In your nervous system, another way to describe that could just be the energy that you get. It could be your gut. So as you're going into this holiday season, I really need you to peep game and listen to your nervous system and say, how does my energy feel around this cat? Do I feel like I got to tighten up? Do I get anxiety? Do I feel like I can't breathe? Am I being triggered? Like all of those things may come up around the holidays because we're spending time around that many more um, people in a festive way, right? And so it's really important for you to get self-aware and to gain clarity over who are the people that you're doing life with, okay? And how do these people make you feel? And who do you really want to bring with you into the new year? I think that that's really important. Who do you need to leave here in 2022 and not take with you until 2023? But if you're not self-aware about it, if you don't have clarity over who are the people in these spaces, you might be taking the wrong relationships and friends these spaces um, into this next year that need to be staying right here. So now that we've got a firm understanding, or at least an overview of the relation spaces and how and why it's so important for us to be able to understand who am I doing life with, how these people make me feel, and where do they sit and fit in my life. It's important for us to transition now into comparison. So remember our quote, right? Comparison is the thief of joy, which I firmly believe. But what I'm gonna tell you now is I think there's two different types of comparison. I think there's constructive and destructive comparison. I think that if you are, comparison is the thief of joy 
if you are focusing on the destructive aspect of it. But I think that comparison now can be constructive if you are focusing on how and why and you're using comparison as a tool to grow in your self-awareness and your self-management. Okay, so I'm gonna say that again. I think there's a constructive and a destructive aspect when it comes to comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy when you're using it as a destructive tool to compare yourself to somebody else and to implement self-shame, self-harm, um, negative self-talk, putting yourself, all those different things. But there's also a constructive side to comparison that says, you know what? I can use comparison as a tool to grow on my self-awareness and my self-management and my relationship management. And that's what we're about to talk about. I firmly believe that destructive comparison is a form of self-betrayal because when we engage in comparing ourselves to somebody else and we use it as a way to diminish who we are, we use it as a way to shame ourselves, to down talk ourselves, to have negative self-talk, to um, not develop our confidence. When we use comparison as a a form of pressure or a foothold, it becomes a form of self-betrayal. So when you are activating and you're living in destructive comparison, you are now not living your purpose with confidence. You are now not activating your capital. You are now not allowing yourself to be your best self and your most authentic self because you are working in shame. And so I think that comparison is a form of self-betrayal when you are using it from a destructive phase or a destructive avenue. However, the positive side is you can use comparison as a positive tool, as a constructive tool to help you be your best self. And here's how. So I want you to think about something real quick. Think about all the times, whether you were like 18, early 20s, in your thir 25, 30s, you know, and we have all these different measures and markers, right, that say, by the time I get to this age, I should have this. By the time I get to this age, I should have this. We have these invisible rulers that tell us how and when and what we should be measuring our life success off of, right? And all that does is, again, create a mindset of destructive comparison. And oftentimes we're looking at somebody else's life and saying, man, look at what they got, man, look at how they did this. And it's coming from a negative space. And that's why I'm calling this destructive comparison. Because when I take the time to look at somebody else's life and I pick it apart or I use their life to minimize mine, that's when I'm operating in destructive comparison. Okay, that's when comparison is the thief of joy because I'm using their life as a measuring stick to measure my success. So whenever you feel like you are using somebody else's life, their success, what they're doing as a measuring stick to measure where you're at in life, but also using it to minimize your life, your story, your journey, that's when you are being destructive. That's when you are operating in self-betrayal. So you may be saying, okay, Coach Reese, like I get the destructive aspect, so how do I use comparison as a tool for me to grow in self-awareness and self-management and relationship management? How do I use this as a tool to grow my emotional intelligence? Here's the thing that you wanna do. Number one, if I feel that I'm starting to compare myself to somebody else, the first thing that I gotta do is I gotta sit with it. Sit with the feeling. Like, why am I feel like I'm comparing myself to this person? Is it because I, and feeling like I'm in a sense of lack? Is it because I feel like I'm behind? Where is it that I feel like I'm supposed to be? So the first thing that you wanna do is you wanna self-reflect. 
Why do I feel like I need to compare my life to theirs? Why do I feel like I need to compare my journey to theirs? And you're getting to the root. If you listen to anything that I've ever talked about, you know I love talking about getting to the root. In order for us to bear the fruit that we wanna eat and give out, we have to get to the root. The root of comparison is going to tell you everything you need to know, whether it's gonna grow out and be constructive or it's gonna grow out and be destructive, okay? So when I can get to the root and I can say, you know what? I really think that I like, I'm comparing myself to their life because um, I'm jealous. I'm comparing myself to their life because I'm envious that they have fill in the blank. I'm comparing myself and my journey to them because I wish that I had all the things that they had. I wish that I had the, the relationship, the status, the amount of followers, the courage, the confidence, any, whatever it is. Like you have to, this is the self-awareness pieces. You have to be humble enough to sit yourself down and say, why do I feel the need to compare myself to them? Why do I feel the need to compare any of my life to them? And write about it, talk about it, video blog about it, whatever it is, but you gotta be able to get to the root and get it out on paper somehow, some way, and figure out why. Once you get to the root, now we, now we know where we're going, okay? The next piece is this. You gotta ask yourself a couple questions. Am I working as hard as them? Because some people really just might be outworking you. And that just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, this is practice. You can't come to practice and not work hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't have a dream and not put in the work. You can't manifest without the action. Like, either way it goes, you got to make sure, like, you're putting in the work to see the results that you want to see. So, you may be comparing your life to somebody else who's really out there, like, busting their cheeks. I'm not pro-grind culture, but they may be out here, like, really putting in the work to reap the results, right? Like they may be sowing seeds like crazy and now they're they're reaping like crazy. The other thing is, it just may be their season and it's not yours. It's not always your season. It's not always your reaping season. Sometimes it's your sowing season. Like for me, this is a sowing season for me. This ain't really a reaping season. Like I'm sowing the foundation of what I want you wish to be. I can't be out here comparing you wish to all these other different spaces from a destructive space, whether it's like to E.T. or, or Jeremy or, or Gary V or Tabitha, any, any of these people are doing amazing things. I can't compare their journey to me from a destructive space, but you know what I can do? I can say, you know what? I, I would love to live the life or live a similar life to what and how they're living. And so you know what I can do is I can get to the root Am I jealous of what they're doing? Am I envious of what they're doing? And why? Is it because I'd like to live a similar lifestyle? I'd like to have some of what they have. I'd like to experience what they experience. And the next piece of the self-awareness is you're getting real. So one, get to the root. Two, get real. Like if you can't get real with you, it ain't gonna matter, right? You gotta get to the root and you gotta get real. I desire to have what they have. I desire to be where they're at. So then again, you got to ask yourself, am I working as hard as they're working? Only you know. Are you working as hard as you can work? And if you feel like the first thing you're going to give me, it ain't really me, it's you. If you feel like the first thing you're going to give you is an excuse, then that might be a part of the problem. Now, I think that there's excuses and the reasons, but we'll talk about that later. But you think about like, 
What's the excuse that you're giving yourself as to why you may not be working as hard as what you think or know you should be in order to reap the life that you want to live? The next thing is, do I have the same skill set as them? So you might be comparing yourself and your life to somebody and you don't even have the same skill set. Like you may even have the same or similar per of you definitely don't have the same purpose, but you may not even need to be doing or supposed to be doing what they're doing. So you're comparing your life to somebody else and you ain't even supposed to be doing what they're doing. So you over here again, that's a destructive aspect, but you got to ask yourself this. You got to get real. Do, do I even have the same skill set? So let's say I'm comparing myself to ET. Do we have a similar skill set? Do I speak? Do we teach? Yeah, but he's got way more hours than I got. So what do I do? I just put in the work. You know what I'm saying? I don't compare myself to him from that degree. He's, he's put in work and he's got a team. So what's my job? I got to put in the work. You know, I got to study. I got to put in the hours. Bruh's like almost 30 years older than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it would be, it would make no sense for me to compare myself to somebody who has been doing something for that much longer. So that's the other thing you have to ask yourself is, is have I put in the time to become an expert? Have I put in the time to really uh, grow in whatever the case may be? Is it personally or professionally? So if you put in the work, do you have the same skill set? And have you put in the time? right in order for you to really grow and that's how you live out your purpose with confidence is you put in the time you put in the reps you get the reps another thing that's really big that you got to ask yourself is do i really want that life like do i really truly want that life or do i just want the look of that life those are two different things do i really want that life or do i want the look of that life because a lot of times ig TikTok, all this stuff it looks like oh man that looks so much fun but I'm gonna tell you, traveling every whatever couple weeks, this stuff, that joint is, it's hard on the body, the mind, the spirit, the growth. Like you gotta be disciplined times a thou wow. Shout out to E40. Anyways, for you to be able to live certain lives, you know what I mean? Like there's a certain internal uh, and external energy. You need support, you need a team, right? Like do you really wanna live the life that they, they, they're they living or do you just want the look of the life that they're living, right? Again, that's a part of getting real and asking yourself these questions. The next thing that I think is really, 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 really big that you really gotta ask yourself is, am I ready to handle? When you are comparing yourself to somebody else's life, you have to ask yourself, Am I ready to handle what they have? Is my character, my strength, my village, my integrity, uh, my skill set, my mindset, my self-care routine, my confidence, my, my money, my time, is it ready to handle what they have? If you've done all the work to understand and get to the root and get real as into why you're comparing yourself to somebody else, you have to ask yourself, am I ready to handle what they have? Because a lot of times our skill set and our competence will get us to a level that our character will not sustain us, period, right? Or our skill set might get us somewhere that our competence ain't ready right or we'll have a sense of or a glimpse of overflow that our systems ain't ready so there's so many different things that you may be exposed to that you don't even know yet because it's one thing to think like the way you want to be and it's another thing to be the thing that you actually want to be 
So what I'm saying is, it's one thing to be like, yo, it'd be dope to be a real estate investor and have Airbnbs and do all this other dope stuff. And then it's another thing to actually be a real estate investor and have to think like it because you're actually making the actions and taking the steps. It's one thing to think it'd be super cool to be an entrepreneur and to not have no boss and to do all these things, right? You're thinking as you are of the thing you want to be, but it's another thing to think of the thing that you are and while you're being the thing you want it to be. I hope that made sense, right? And this is something that I'm experiencing is it's one thing to think about it, it's another thing to be it and think like it and then have to grow your thought process that much more. So while you're on your journey of living this life and, and, and stumbling on comparing yourself to other people, you have to ask yourself, am I ready? Am I ready? What else do I need? You know, what, what else may I, what, what might my character need, my integrity need, my thought process? Do I have the right growth mindset? Do I have the right people around me? Do I have the right stress, uh, uh, structures and systems and disciplines in order for me to even live the life that I wish that I was living? And the last thing that I want you to ask yourself is, is what about their lifestyle intrigues you? Okay, so when you're comparing yourself to somebody else, ask yourself, what about their lifestyle intrigues you? What about it speaks to you? What about it speaks to your desires? What about the, the measuring stick and the comparison of that person and seeing them doing and being whatever? What about it intrigues you? Because that is going to tell you everything that you need to know about you. Because you might fill in the blank with, I wish I. So use that sentence, I wish I. You wish you what? I wish I had, I wish I did, I wish I could, I wish I whatever. Use the I wish I in order for you to learn that much more and grow in your self-awareness. And once you become aware of the root and you get real and you ask yourself these questions, that's going to allow you, I'm telling you, to be able to compare from a constructive space versus trying to compare from a destructive space. Right, you're using comparison as a tool to grow in self-awareness and self-management versus using comparison um, as a tool to steal your joy. Right, you're using it as a tool in order to leverage and develop um, your confidence and live out your purpose, your purpose, according to the purpose that you were born for. All right, y'all, so now I wanna take this to another level and I hope that you are really hanging on with me and seeing this come full circle. So we started off talking about the relation spaces and all the areas, then we went in a little bit more talking about comparison and how we often could compare ourselves to these people that are that we're doing life with or not really doing life with in any, any sphere, right? But now I wanna get down to another level, okay? I want us to talk about how often we compare ourselves to who we're not, right? Or how often sometimes we try to shape shift in order to become somebody else, right? In order to appease or please other people, right? So you've got that external comparison that usually happens in a different way, but then sometimes we have a internal comparison of like trying to compare you to somebody that you kind of want to be that don't really want to be, but you use it or you allow other people to compare the you that you're not to the you that you are, right? Like you allow other people to compare the you that you're not to the you that you are, which prevents you from being able to be your most confident self. It prevents you from being able to be your most authentic self. And so I want us to think of this example, right? Think of Steve Urkel. Um, 
or so think of Steve Urkel, but then also think of Stefan or Quell. I don't remember how he said his last name, but think of Stefan. How Steve went from Steve Urkel to Stefan. And if you get back to the root of why Steve went from Steve to Stefan, it was because Laura was like, he wasn't cool enough. He wasn't this enough. He didn't have the cool jeans and all this other types of stuff. And so Steve was like, you not about to tell me I'm not cool enough. You better about to tell me I don't got no cool jeans, right? So he literally went and and leveraged his smarts, his science background, his geeky, whatever you want to call it, and was able to concoct a, um, a serum or potion that pulled out his cool genes because Laura was telling him he wasn't cool enough that he wasn't suave enough. And he was like, I found all my cool jeans and I was able to duplicate all my cool jeans and now I'm gonna drink it and I'm gonna become the person it is that you want me to be. Ain't that crazy? Like, obviously, we don't have the ability. Or you probably could, I don't know, find your cool jeans somewhere, but he literally operated in comparison self-betrayal in order to come somebody different to appease a woman that he liked. And now I know we do this on and on and on and over and over and over right how many of us have done this before right like steve ain't the only person who felt like he had to shape shift or change or have comparison self-betrayal in order to impress somebody else i mean even think about popeye in order to get um oh girl what's um i remember her name at the moment but um in order to get her attention he had to eat the spinach in order to get buffed up and old girl wasn't even rocking with a boy unless he was unless he was buff you know what i'm saying so how many of us feel like we've ever had to do this when it comes to um friends especially growing up as we're trying to figure out who we are and this is why self-awareness is so important this is why understanding the root of your comparison is so important is because um if not you're going to operate in comparison self-betrayal. That's where it's going to be the thief of joy. Um, that's where you're not going to be able to live your most authentic self is if you are comparing yourself to the person that this other person wants you to be and thinking that you are not good enough. You are going to eat the spinach, which you should anyways, but to, in, to buff up in order to um, olive oil. A girl's name was olive oil um, or olive. It wasn't olive oil. It was just olive anyways we gonna call her olive oil you know what i'm saying because she made popeye feel like he wasn't good enough and then to impress laura so my question is as you're looking at your relation spaces you're looking at your community your acquaintances your growth partners your family your friends your confidants who's the who's your laura who's your olive who are the people that are in your life that are making you feel like you need to shape shift and become somebody else in order for them to like you Everybody has them and everybody's done it, especially as growing up. And this is why it's so important for you to spend a good amount of time with yourself so you can fully develop self-love and develop a humility that says, I'm going to grow my self-awareness. I'm going to grow my self-love because my authenticity is my superpower. And when I'm operating in my superpower, it allows me to be confident and I get to live on my personal confidence because I believe in me. I believe that I am the back and I believe that who I am is enough and who I am is worthy of all these things. And so I'm going to ask you, think about who your Laura is. Think about who your Olive is, right? And there's probably so many other examples that I can think of of people who had to change who they were in order to get people to like us, 
right? So think about it this holiday season as you're going and you're spending time around friends and family. Think about how these people make you feel internally. Think about how when you're on social media and you're saying, oh, I wish that I would have, and you fill in the blank. And think about it. How is the way that you're comparing yourself to them? How is that making your nervous system feel? How is that shifting your energy? How when you are walking into these spaces, how is your energy impacted? You know, by your community, your acquaintances, your family, your friends. How is your nervous system and your energy impacted? Do you feel like you have to be somebody else? Do you feel like you have to shape shift in order to get these people to like you or to only like or rock with a certain part of you? And to be honest, I felt this way plenty of times. Um, and that's why I'm so passionate about helping other people get to a space of being fully authentic. And I still even have to battle with this from time to time and making sure that I'm fighting for my authenticity and I'm only surrounding myself with people who allow me to show up 100% is me and I don't have to try to operate or be somebody different. If I feel like I got to be a different me, I got to be the old me, I got to dim my light, I got to be some type of different. For you, I'm not doing it. If I got to drink my cool juice, you know what I'm saying, in order to become Stefan, then I'm not doing it. I can't. I can't. Because you know why? Because that's too much negative energy of trying to be somebody that I wasn't created to be. And if authenticity is my superpower, then being fake is its nemesis. You know what I'm saying? Then being fake is my Achilles heel. Then being fake is the um, is the antidote, right? Like that's the thing that like I, I just I just can't be. And too many of us are comfortable being fake. And so as you go to this holiday season, ask yourself like, am I shrinking? Am I shrinking who I am? Am I sacrificing being my most authentic self because I'm more comfortable being fake around the people I'm about to spend time with? Is it easier? Is it safer? And sometimes it is safer, um, depending on your situation, depending on how old you are, depending on how much control you have over your life. Sometimes it is safer for you to not be your full self. And I completely understand that. But if you have a sense of privilege to a little bit, then it's important for you to think about, you know, who and how am I moving? And, and, and am I shrinking and settling for fakeness because it's easier than it is than it is for me to just be me all right y'all so here are your three skills your takeaways your at-home drills that will help you understand how to go from destructive destructive comparison to constructive comparison from using uh, comparison as the thief of joy to getting your joy back and using comparison as a tool to help you grow in your self-awareness and your self-management and ultimately your relationship management and allowing you to be your most authentic self, okay? Number one, use comparison as motivation and inspiration. When you think about why, why am I comparing myself to them? What is it about their life that I that I envy, that I, that I enjoy? What is it about their life that I enjoy? What is it about their life that I want about mine, right? Use the I wishes. I wish I had this. I wish I had that, right? Instead of using it to shame yourself, instead of using it to diminish you in your life and your journey and, and kind of set you back, use it as motivation. Use it as inspiration, right? Like, okay, cool. I wish I had that. Now let me work hard enough to get that. Now let me develop the skills that I need to get that. Let me put myself in the situation to go get those things. And now you're using them as motivation. Now you're using them as inspiration, which is a constructive way that you can use comparison versus a destructive way. Number two, leverage your humility. 
okay? In order to take your comparison from destructive to constructive, leverage your humility and reach out to them. If you have the ability to, right? Like, I, it depends on who the person may be, right? Like, I ain't over here looking at uh, Cardi B and Beyonce's life and, and thinking I can reach out to them. Those might be horrible examples. It just is what it is. But what I'm saying is like, reach out. If there's somebody who is within like your acquaintances realm of your life, you may be able to reach out to them and say, you know what? Um, I really enjoy what you're doing. I really admire what you're doing. I think that your hustle right now is admirable. I love to see what you've grown and you've developed and you've been able to um, make happen. And so, you know, and I'm, I'm just curious, like, can I, can I, can I pick your brain? Can I take you out to lunch? Can I take you to coffee or just in a DM or whatever? Like, could you just probably give me some steps or some tips, some things that I can do in order to help me get where you're at? Right. And it takes humility to be able to do that. It takes self-awareness to know what it is that you want in order to be able to do that. Okay. And that's how you take your comparison from destructive to constructive. Number three, execute. Whether you reach out to them or not, if you use them as a source of motivation and inspiration, you should then be able to execute. You see what you want. You see what the lifestyle looks like. You see where you think that you should be. Now take the timeline off of it and put your head down, work as hard as you can, and figure out how do I develop the skills? How do I develop the competency? Understand that competence gets compensated. So if you understand that if you're gonna use your comparison, if you are going to compare, make it constructive, and then understand that competence gets compensated. So if I want to live this specific life, then I need to know what level of competence do I need in order to live that lifestyle, right? What level of integrity or character or skill execution do I need in order to live that lifestyle? So number one, use comparison as motivation or inspiration. Number two, leverage your humility and reach out to these people that you're comparing yourself to so you can get game firsthand. And number three, execute these are three things that you can do right now even if you start with just getting to the root right even if you make a list i would encourage you here's a bonus tip number four okay make a list of all the people that you compare yourself to this is for the cats who came to practice to like really like you really really trying to get after okay make a list of all the people that you compare yourself to once you make a list of all the people you compare yourself to i want you to then right next to it why are you envious? Are you jealous? What is it about their lifestyle that you want? How do you want your life to look? Where do you think that you should be? And then next to that, what are the skills? What are the habits? What are the mindsets that you see them having and operating in that you may have? And that's the gap. Okay. So write a list, all the people that you're comparing yourself to, write all the reasons why you are comparing yourself to them and then write all the things that you feel like they have mindset habits skills the competency what are they doing right how hard do you think they're working or know that they're working and then fill in the gap with what it is that you need in order to get to where maybe they are or beyond right this is why we're trying how we're going to use comparison as a constructive way for us to be our most authentic selves um to grow in our self-awareness our self-management and our relationship management all right, y'all, so as we wrap up, I want you to know this. Comparison is the thief of joy because you are focusing on lack. You are focusing on lack, okay, from a place of deficit. When you use it as a tool, you are seeking to close a gap internally. Who and how you compare yourselves to others will tell you everything you need to know about yourself, okay? 
Who you compare yourself to and how you compare yourself to other people will tell you everything you need to know about yourself. Who and how. Who am I comparing myself to and how am I comparing myself to these people will tell you everything you need to know about you and your heart's desires and where it is that you're trying to go in life. Sorry, y'all. I want you to recognize the energy um, that you are taking into these holidays. I want you to recognize your community, your acquaintances, the people that you're doing life with. I want you to recognize and be aware of your comparison if it's destructive, constructive, because all these things matter as we are closing out this year, heading into a brand new year. Um, this stuff matters. Who you're doing life with and who and how you're comparing yourself or where you think that you should be and what is it you're trying to manifest or bring into fruition, you know, for the new year. Get to the root get real and get onto the constructive side of comparison so that that way you can get what is it you feel like you deserve out of this life so i need you to like and subscribe and follow and share and all that other great stuff so that way i can keep this ball moving and i can inspire as many people um as possible that only happens with you so i appreciate you so much for tuning in to episode six of practice the podcast with coach reese i truly appreciate you i hope that you got something valuable out of this if there's any way that i could add value to your life further whether it's with coaching or a workshop or training hit me up send me an email send me a dm um if you want to grow some mentorship or whatever hit me up i'm accessible till i'm not but either way i appreciate you being a part of the Jewish community thank you for being here until next time this is the end of practice thank you for getting better peace